The Power Pod is an exclusive Cox Media Group production. The Power Pod is Georgia's favorite weekly recap show where Jared Yamamoto, Randy O, Nicole Bennett, Christina Yamamoto, Mike B, and myself, George Clark, cover the big stories from the week. It's a show where we're not afraid to get serious, but not afraid to have a little fun. Here's your host, Jared Yamamoto. And I feel like we're starting off this power pod with some strange energy here in the studio. I've got Randy O already on her phone to my left. Uh, very kind of you to bring over leftover Valentine's Day uh, cupcakes. Oh what are these? Goodness. Like four or five days old? But, no, it's uh, but, not. But, but but of course, like you decide, you're like, oh, these are for everyone, and then you have already munched down on one of them over there. So you're in a weird That's state fine. of mind over there. That's fine. Tina, on the other hand, you know, you seem a little loopy right now. How, how are you doing over there? You good? You hungover? What's I'm doing going on? Okay, it was a long weekend, so I'm just feeling it right now. You well, know? you know, today is National Drink Wine Day, so oh. the weekend continues Ooh. over there. Uh, Mike B, you seem like you're like a like in a various school mode over there. You feel like you're grading everybody over there. What's going on? You, you grading our tests right now? What's how are you doing yeah, over I'm there? I'm grading man? all y'all asses. <laughs> about these leftover cupcakes from the week is Sunday. Them things are stale. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Why Professor you bring no fresh candy? So ungrateful. Fresh uh, I, candy and stuff. I, I I think it's funny how Randy, of course, she offers it to everyone. She says, I brought these cupcakes for you guys, and then immediately finishes the first one herself. And I'm Valentine's like, all right, Wednesday was Wednesday today. Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Y'all ungrateful. This is this is <laughs> the day so don't hear says Saturday. So Radio. you know y'all just ungrateful. Okay. Radio, yeah. I appreciate oh, they expired it. yesterday. Thank you. No, Saturday? they were made yesterday, Smarty McMarty. Oh, oh is yeah. that what it is? Okay. I'm with Christina though. This has been a, a long week. Yeah. Um uh, uh my dad's birthday was yesterday. He's oh. this old that's pop pop boozer. Hey, but Mr. Boozer. That, that is Randy's man right there. He loved him some Randy. <laughs> he married and everything and loved him some Randy. Well, you know, hey, that doesn't mean that it changes anything right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> So especially for the older fellows out there. They, they, they I got know a day off tomorrow, so I'm a, see, I'm a rest. See, there you go. So enjoy yourself. Yeah, President's Day is tomorrow, too. It's mm-hmm. freaking crazy. You know, we basically don't get that holiday off anymore. I don't know. If, I don't know it's if, still federal. I, I, okay, so the federal federal uh, institutions still get it. Mm-hmm. To schools, I guess you're you're getting so it as well, Georgia too. Georgia now, they have the, uh, you know, back in the day, we were just out for President's Day. Right. But now a lot of schools, especially in the metro area, do winter breaks. That's right. Gotcha. So Metro, they that. have the winter breaks. You know, we had just President's Day, but these Gen Alphas, these Gen <laughs> Alphas, and some that's what's wrong with some of them young Gen Zs. That's what's wrong with them. Uh-huh. You, you got a whole break for the president, and you don't even know who the president you real, is. You realize <laughs> we learned this stuff. They you're, don't know nothing. I, I was wondering how long it was going to take you to go after a generation right here. You, you're already attacking other generations. We are not I even am. five minutes into the show so, over here. I am. Uh, Nicole Bennett, why are you <laughs> sulking away over there? What's going on with you? You seem moody, too. Oh, what's up with you? Uh, no, I'm... Very happy to be here, and I'm just taking it all in. I was actually thinking about the fact that, yeah, we always got one day for President's Day. I don't think we ever got a winter one break, so I'm with Mike day. B. Yeah. yeah. Week. Not a company week. not a company holiday. And then ever since George Clark did this big fast during the week, uh, you've changed, George. Are you good over yeah. there? I'm all right. I'm did, okay. did you like do another fast after no, no, that? No, like, just the one big fast. Okay, all right, all right. I feel like you know you're like you looked over at Randio's stale uh, cupcakes uh, and you're like uh, okay. you're like no, I don't want anything to do with that. So it's uh, yeah, I'm telling you, weird vibes here in the Listen. WGAU studios this morning. But hey. 
the power pod is known for being able to persevere, Tina. Don't you? Just, uh, no, I don't like you picking on Randio because she was nice enough to bring in a treat for us this morning. <laughs> you guys are you. being rude. That's because you know his birthday coming up, and he don't know how to egg. Well, he, he better be weird. careful because uh, the birthday gifter is watching. So that just, part. Oh, the birthday gifter. Yeah, you huh? never heard of that? Uh, would that be it's the boss lady fairy. Haley? She gifts me with a paycheck every single week mm. here on WGAU. We can change that real quick. I promise you, folks, <laughs> so, that we will persevere on the power pod. Because we are George's favorite weekly recap show, Randio, and along with her cupcakes, has a little bin of stories next to him. Like you can actually hear the little, uh, hear the little plate and all the all the little <laughs> nonsense over here. Such a must have. You've got uh, Tina. You've got a little folder of stories over there. Mike B's got his little grading pen out right now next to all of his stories. George Clark's got some stories later on for producers' picks. And Nicole Bennett, I can't quite see her all the way down there in Savannah, Georgia, but I assume that she has uh, some. Uh, some stories ready to go. So hopefully, Randio, I, I get that everybody's a little moody right now, but I trust that you can start us off in the right direction. Am I wrong? You are, well, I don't want to give you credit, ah. but I will <laughs> turn you guys to the right direction because you know what? This article is so perfect because it talks about words. What, did you write it or something like that? I co-signed it. How about that? Did Jesus write it? Oh, because that, know, that, 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 that would be perfect, right? I don't that know if Jesus is a... going to agree to this one, oh. but, you know, <laughs> nevertheless, you're talking about people being moody. Well, this article is talking about angry people. Ooh. And, Jared, I feel like, you know, you're very good at being passive-aggressive with your anger, so maybe that's why you're trying to say that. No. We're me? moody, so you're the one that really has some issues, but that's okay. I'm going to help you. We're all gonna Oh, I have issues now. Okay, yes. I like this. Okay. There's probably some built-up anger. <laughs> learn me here, and, Randy. Oh, come on, learn me. I'm here for that. And so, guys, well, today we're going to learn about... Things you should never, ever say to an angry person because you're going to only alleviate the situation. I mean, you're only going to make the situation even worse. Okay, let's hear it. All righty. So, for one, you the worst thing to say to somebody is calm down. Yeah. Don't tell an angry person to calm down. Now they're about to get real, like, fired up. How you feel? Fired up. Like, I was calm, but now, now you, you said I wasn't, so now I'm mad. Another one say, mm. relax. Who are you telling to relax? Like, I'm sitting down. I'm not even loud. That makes the angry person more angrier. Are you giving yourself therapy? Randy, at the I moment, am, because I, I feel like I'm I, learning I, you something, Jared. Get what you told me to do. Sounds I, like because I, I got a rebuttal, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, would you like to say more? Okay, mm-hmm. so the last one, well, besides those, so the main one is like, let's start over. You seem like you're not yourself. Like at that point, that's going to make somebody even more angry because now you're making it seem like I have a problem. It's kind of what's that word? Um, gaslighting. Gas- oh. You're gaslight. Did I hit? Did I do it right? Gaslighting. Yeah, of George course. He keeps me in line. Anyway, so then that's offensive. So essentially, those are the things you don't want to say to somebody that is angry. But more so, tips, calm your voice. When they're angry, it's kind of hard to be angry. And the person next to you is kind of like, okay. So of all the stories to start this power pot off, you know, you had... Marjorie Taylor Greene's mouth going off this week with a bunch of different comments going after people. She need to calm you had the, be- the beginning of Lent. You had Mardi Gras, <laughs> Valentine's Day, too, yeah. all of the major court cases going on. This is what you want yes, to bring? This seems like a angry. self-serving headline, <laughs> and it is making me angry. Oh, no. oh, let me not get loud. Jared, it's okay, though. Oh, You're allowed sweet. to feel no. the way that you feel. I am oh. not going to calm down. No, I am not going to get a, I am not going to yes. adhere to what you want me to do, no, Randy. you to be yourself. And let it out. It's okay. Wow. This is not okay. But Mike B had a rebuttal, so go ahead there, Mike B. Yeah, I, no, you can tell people, but I do agree not using those words. I tell people all the time, probably like, first of all, take a breath. Take a breath. Oh, that was another one on there to say, take a breath. Mm, I let them know, don't take a breath works for a me all the breath. time with adults and children. Jared, children take a breath. Sure. 
Take a breath. Okay, I'll take a breath take because a breath. again, like and you gotta keep it in the monotone. You, don't get soft, but don't get even loud. Just take a breath, and then you know, you know, in the black community, you know, can we tell you in a minute you're doing too much? Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> take a breath. It's true. I mean, I, I, we we live. I just uh, talking with so many different people this week. I, I know, like going all the way back to the Super Bowl this past weekend. You know, you talk with everybody else, and it does seem like there is like different generations of folks. We had a, a big party at our place and had family members and friends of all different age groups. And it is amazing to me. There is one consistent thing that I do pull away from the story here, and I do feel like everybody has some hint of anxiety. And I feel like, Nicole, like years ago when we started the Power Pod, I used to judge you for your anxiety, but – Obviously, the bit of anxiety that you have has become contagious, and now other people are, I guess, maybe oh, they— Oh, I was the super spreader. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were the anxiety. super spreader of anxieties, <laughs> but I, I don't know if people just feel more open to admit that they have it or why this is happening now. So now we're getting advice on how to deal with angry people because people's fuses are so short now. Mm-hmm. So was it you that was a super spreader, or, is, or were, you just, were you just one of the originators that was more open about your anxiety that you have? I guess I I agree with you about our generation and especially younger generations being a lot more open about things. I know with a lot of my friends becoming moms right now, they're a lot more open about how amazing it is, but how you have really bad days too. And it's okay. And you're talking about more than obviously our parents did. So I agree. I don't know if it's that it never existed before, but we're just talking about it more now. Is yeah. what I think. Okay, so basically, Nicole was a super spreader. That's what I thought, and, and initially, <laughs> uh, I got the answer that I wanted out of it. And no, I'm not angry about it at all. But again, of all the things to start off with, there, I, I'm yes. on you, Randio. Self serving, you know. Again, <gasps> self serving with the cupcakes you brought in here because you're eating one yourself, and self serving with your story right there. That is a strike to start off the power pod this week. But oh, Nicole, your friend over Sorry, there, your friend Randio, Nicole has the next story, so I trust <laughs> that I- she can help you. Yes, I've got a serious topic, you guys. I want to get a little political. Um, We've got a lot of bills lawmakers are trying to pass into new laws this session in Georgia in particular. Sign it down. Exactly. One (laughs) exposed a a very controversial question for Southerners this past week, and that is cornbread. Or biscuits. Okay, oh, I, I, I love this Ooh. debate. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. So what, what? 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 Now, why is this connected with uh, with law and all? It seems okay. like <laughs> this is uh, quite subjective, right? Yes, lawmakers are putting the debate to rest in in a sense with HB 1048. It's a bill that would officially make drumroll cornbread <laughs> the official bread of the state of Georgia. Okay, why do we need an official bread for the state of Georgia? That just seems like um, uh, lawmakers wasting their time. Don't don't we have bigger things like I don't know gambling to get done or something like that? Mm. I mean, this seems like there, there's there's bigger issues going on out there pot than holes. yeah potholes being done. I mean, you know, we've got biscuits in the potholes. Yeah, like yes, Tina. You know what? You know what? At, at least you're solving biscuits problem. in the potholes. You people run for state senate. Thank I like you. it. You know what? I like it. Yamamoto. Th- th- that could be her. <laughs> Slogan over there, you know mm-hmm. the the biscuit pothole lady over there. Yeah. So that way she she gets things done. Call but as, is this seriously an issue going on, or, or are you being funny, Nicole? Because you know what, I told more... you everyone's in a mood right now. I don't know if you're trying to like you know put your little uh, your emphasis on your mood right now. They're working on all of those other things, but 
one of the bill sponsors said, you know, it's everything these days is so polarizing. She figured it would be something they could lighten the mood and agree on. But what's funny is it actually wound up stirring up a lot of debates because a lot of people were very pro biscuit. We actually put the poll up on the PowerPod socials and overwhelmingly everybody picked biscuits. So Ooh, wow. I don't know what's going to happen. So government got it wrong it's going again. going to the Senate. So. Shocker. Government got it wrong again there, George Clark. You're, <laughs> you're absolutely right about that. So it's just, uh, I, I think we a biscuit make, makes way more sense because a biscuit's broader, right? So I like I participated in that survey that was on our power pod because I wanted to. And when I thought <laughs> when I thought about Georgia, I think about all these. Uh, I forced you to enter that survey there. Boy, good day. Uh, anyway, I chose biscuits, but I don't really like biscuits. I like cornbread. You know, mm. like I like it. I'm like a nice cornbread fed man. But, you know, that's another story for another oh. day. Oh. And even. But, yeah, so biscuits, they're like it's too much bread. I like and I like corn. So that's why I like cornbread. So much logic right there. So much logic spewing from Randy O with her with her argument there. You know, I, I can't even argue it myself. Tina, are you a cornbread or, or, or a biscuit person? I'm a cornbread because that was that was cooked more often in my household. It reminds me of home. It reminds me of childhood. Um, and a biscuit is just overrated to me. It depends. Because biscuits are not just for breakfast. You can Thank do a lot you. of gravy, some fried pork chops, some biscuits. That's Ooh. a nice lunch and meal. Uh, and <laughs> then if you really know how to cook, because uh, I know Randy thinks she's a chef, and she can't cook like from biscuits. Texas. But, baby, when you instead of doing the pie crust for the homemade chicken pie pie, Use a homemade biscuit and oh, tell me what you think. No, I've okay. tried that. Very uh-huh. good. You're right. That mm-hmm. is very good. Okay. So you got biscuits are not just for breakfast. That's mm-hmm. that's true. That's George so Clark. True. I mean, I th- I was thinking biscuits, but I like both. Not enough to you know hate on one or the other. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. You, you're not taking a side on it. I, I feel Georgia like... independence with this. Don't that. <laughs> uh, why? But uh, again, why are they trying to determine what our state bread is? And do other states have state bread, Nicole? Like, I mean, that's that's what I'm yeah, that's failing question. to understand here. I feel like this is that's... government waste if you That's ask a good me. question jared how about that'll be my assignment to figure out whether this <laughs> oh is be unique oh to you us. don't know you don't know shocker well, i, I Brian, don't I know maybe... but i do want to say my favorite line from the article that i read is that this bill still needs to clear the senate so it remains to be seen if the proposal will land on the Stop. governor's plate yeah this this story is you know what I, I, I'm getting angry. And I, I need to calm down. Everybody else needs take to calm breath. down Just and take a, a breath and eat a freaking biscuit okay. because of this absolute nonsense let's, of a story. Let's hope the next story is not as corny. You know what? No, no, uh, corny. You know what? Up the cornbread, real quick. Your story, roll, baby. Your story hasn't worked. Nicole's story sure as hell hasn't worked. Tina. You have one shot here. Well, look, bring guys, us back. I, I know. Thank you, Jared. I I hope I bring you guys You're back. You're welcome, too. Tina. Thank you so much. And <laughs> reporting stop, live, we have Tina Yamamoto. Okay, oh, God. oh yikes! <laughs> I could really go into that voice because I did go to journalism school, but I won't. I'll spare you guys. Not and... at UGA. <laughs> <laughs> go balls. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, you you walked right into that one. You realize that Tennessee uh, got that department. The one that rolled her eyes was uh, was oh, Nicole. You did. Sorry, I had my I had my tab switched over on my laptop. I missed the eye roll, Nicole. I, d- I, I would Nicole. never roll my eyes. Ever. Whatever. Well, she, she did because she is a true 
Atho- Athenian, excuse me. I almost said Athonian there. That was my southern coming out right there. My Let us not bicker. My Athonian right there. Yes, what is, what is your story is the there? only one interested in my story. Um, guys, I drink a lot of cold brew. I don't know if anyone else here drinks a lot of cold brew. I think, Nicole, you're a cold brew girly. Is oh, that- yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. And- Why don't you explain to the audience what a cold brew is? Cold brew is basically like a form of uh, drip coffee, but it has been uh, refrigerated and made in a slightly different way from what I understand, but you can mix in milk and sugar and creamer just like you would any other uh, okay. coffee. All right, so basically just cold coffee. coffee. Cold coffee. Okay, oh, that, that, that okay. makes sense. Um, but- <laughs> See, Mike B didn't know. He, he, he just learned. You know what? <laughs> the story to bring you know, us we, back. We, I, I, I like Nicole's Well, you story. know, okay. biscuits, cornbread, cold brew, it all goes together. It, oh, ma'am? Don't you do that. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Cold coffee and biscuits. Have a great day. <laughs> I think it'd be a good combo. But Me researchers too. here at the University of Georgia Center for Food Safety found that cold No brew- researchers from Tennessee. Ooh. That's fine. I don't care. Like, <laughs> cool. Study poop. I don't care. <gasps> well, they found that cold brew coffee can contain four common pathogens in food-borne illnesses, including E. coli, salmonella, <sighs> And a bunch of other things I can't pronounce. So the study focuses on the safety of cold brew. They've been just doing a couple of tests on my favorite chosen coffee, and it's really making me a little scared. Um, Yeah, cold brew, I'm not a big fan. I'd rather hot coffee. Yeah, I think the reason why this is happening, though, and just correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I haven't had a chance to look into all the details of of this study, but I feel like the reason why the bacteria and the pathogens would start developing in this is because it's not cooked. It's not hot, right? Like when when you heat up yeah. the liquid, it's going to kill some of some of the germs that would that would be naturally developing in there. I feel like this is common sense, right? And I just answered my own question about how the coffee's made. It's made by steeping coffee grounds in cool or cold water. And then that can be dangerous because- Are you deflecting saying whether I'm right or wrong here? You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Let me just, I skipped over that because you're wrong. Okay, you know, we will find out about that. When we come back here on the Power Pod, and also, too, again, as we did last week, we got a little bit of Randy's Rundown. You don't want to miss it. With a belly full of biscuits, cornbread, and cold brew, we're coming back at you, Athens, Georgia. This is the Power Pod on WGAU with our host, Jared Yamamoto. And we are the only radio show that brings you back with our voice guy on the show making pertinent points to things that are actually happening on the show. Bravo there, George thank Clark. You, Bravo. You, Bravo. Oh Bringing us back. Other shows out there, they have the generic, you know, you've been listening to the Joe Schmo show, or you've been listening to the Randy O show. Hey, and Joe Schmo show is pretty good. It is pretty good. so is Randy O. The Randy O show. You've been listening to the Nicole Bennett. You know, everybody else has generic, what we call in the business, rejoins. But you know what? George Clark does them live every week here on That's WGAU. right, Athens, Georgia. See? Look at that. There it is right there. There it is. That's that voice right there. We are lucky to have him here. Uh, before we get into Randy's rundown, because, again, I mentioned the format change. We're doing this a little more, I guess, more periodically throughout the show. So that way you get the weekly recap that you deserve here on the Power Pod. But we were in the middle of a heated debate about why cold brew is more dangerous for you than a typical hot coffee. And my theory was that because hot coffee is actually cooked and it's heated, 
that it's going to kill a lot of the pathogens and germs that would grow in there. But Tina, of course, you know, she's like, no, no, absolutely not. That's not what it is. She was going to explain it, but then deflected to something else. You know, you learn that tactic from your friend Nicole Bennett. So uh, I uh, I was hoping to learn something real quick before we get to Randy's rundown. Well, you kind of covered it, unfortunately. It right, so. <laughs> Thank you. No, you know what? That's all I needed right there. That is all I needed. <laughs> I was right. Really? You didn't even let me finish. I was right. That's fine. And you were wrong. Okay, well, good It's job. time oh for God. a little. Wow, Jared, you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's time for a little Randy's Rundown. All righty, guys, let's get right into it. So since we are in Athens country, Georgia football, y'all, it was a distant number one in the initial 2024 SP Plus rankings. I mean, as always, I'm going to be what? Cautiously optimistic, but I will say six SEC teams were represented in the top 11. So that's that's great for our conference. That's all I'm going to say. All right, well, let's keep it moving. We got some more football stuff. How you feel about this? Georgia State football head coach stepping down to accept the assistant job at the University of South Carolina. I was a little shocked with that. Yes. Georgia State is trying to do some things in the fun belt. Yeah, they were making some significant strides over the past couple of years. Yes. And the staff is fantastic. Yeah, they've they've done great work. And, again, to go from being a head coach to an assistant coach at South Carolina, that was weird. In the middle of spring practice, too, so a little weird if you ask me. Well, this is also something. Governor Brian Kemp now orders the National Guard troops to the southern border. Now, this is getting out of control. I wish that this wasn't necessarily a rundown question here because it's now becoming the states versus the federal government. Mm -hmm. I think in short, hopefully we can come to a diplomatic solution to figure out this problem because we can't just have people spilling over the border, but I feel like the obvious compromise is let's ease things up at the border allow people to get in here, but let's document them so we know who the hell these people are when they're coming in the country. What's next? So for all my festival folks, the Sweet Water 420 Fest, here's a little bit of the lineup, guys. For 2024, we got Beck, Government Mule, Black Pumas, and Grace Potter. Oh, and don't forget Big G is going to be there as well, too. Love uh, the good folks over at Sweetwater 420 Fest. They are uh, absolutely wonderful. Can't wait to do it. I know we'll be a part of it as well. Randio, good job with your rundown. We'll keep doing that throughout the show. Y'all get out of here. Producers Picks is next with George Clark. Bye. Welcome back, Athens, Georgia. This is the Power Pod on WGAU. We are covering all the stories from this past week. and We've got a special segment coming up with our host, Jared Yamamoto. Yes, we do. We are full of all kinds of special segments here on the Power Pod, and I really hope that everybody has been enjoying our format change for the second week in a row, doing Randy's Rundown a little bit earlier in the show. Just Sprinkled kind of, throughout. Yeah, it feels good. It's been nice uh, getting a chance to catch up on some of the headlines that we just couldn't miss. Because you know what? Whether you listen to the first hour, the second hour, the full show, we don't want to discriminate, George Clark. We don't want to discriminate no. against our wonderful WG. We will give you the news that you need to know. That is right. The news you can use, as the great Herman Cain used to say way back in the day. Miss that guy uh, thinking about him now. Uh, one of the things I want to bring up with you, George, in particular, is uh, now that we get a chance to talk, you know, one-on-one, you know, with everybody out of here now, it's kind of nice. You know, you, you and I get to really sit back, yes. relax. Stretch and our legs. Stretch our legs a little bit, arms, you know, I'm, I don't know, my... I got a birthday coming up, so it's you know, I'm starting, uh, starting to feel the back a little bit. You know, got to start stretching that out a little bit. So we'll go on and open this up here. It's time for me to take center stage and present some stories that have piqued my interest this past week. 
It's Producers Picks with George Clark. And I'm going to add a twist to this, George, because there's been a lot of things that have happened this week, obviously. With, uh, you had Super Bowl last Sunday, then you had, uh, you had what, Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, Valentine's Day. You know, for you, man, you're a single guy. That seems like kind of a nightmarish but also beautiful <laughs> scenario all, all at the same time there. I mean, did you were you able to enjoy those moments? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was quite the ride, but I enjoyed the moments. You know, had a chill Valentine's Day by myself, enjoyed my own company, but all the best, you know, I, no, no worries there. How about the Mardi Gras celebration? didn't bring me down too much. Did you do Mardi on- Gras, I didn't do anything on Mardi Gras. Really? Okay. I should have. I felt, uh, honestly, I was going to bed on uh, Tuesday, and I was thinking to myself, I should have made something more of this, you know, because I do like to partake in the Lent stuff, even though I'm not super Catholic or anything. I just feel like it's a good time. Like, you know, people do dry January. Works for me. It's I like a good it. reset. It's 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 smart, and I mean, you're right. Sometimes the for again, I know we have lots of Catholics that listen here, so don't take what I say as oh my God, I cannot believe he would say something like that. You know, sometimes if you go like the full full on Lent mode, like that during a uh, uh, forty days during the forty days. I mean, that's 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 quite difficult because you give up meat, you give up uh, something else that you really really like, and that's that's difficult for a lot of people to do. So I applaud those that can do that. We'll see. But at the same time, though, I'm like, woof, you know, to give up meat for that amount of time, that that's tough. Especially, uh, I, I know, like, I, I like a very protein-based diet, so I like to make sure that I'm keeping myself up to shape. If I don't have, like, chickens and I don't have, <laughs> like, fish and stuff like that, I guess you can eat fish, but if, if I don't have chicken and I don't have steak and stuff, I, I do feel a little bit off if I, don't, if, if I don't do that. So that's, uh, it's that's good a good reset, like you said. It's a, it's a difficult thing to do, and I applaud those that are out there doing it. That's what I should have opened with saying. So for the Catholics that are able to pull that off, or any denomination of Christianity that, that pulls this off uh, every single year, and you're able to do all this stuff, by all means, bravo to you. But don't think that you're better than me just because you can do that. How about that? Uh, what do you have in your picks here, George? I've Clark? got a ton of stuff. I've got tech stories. I've got some love-related stories. I do want to ask you, how was your Valentine's Day? That I know was good. It's your second one being married or first one being married? Second one being married. It was our eighth as a couple. I actually posted up on my Instagram the uh, just kind of a, a collage of all of our different Valentine's Days together. Obviously, people uh-huh. that don't know, Tina on the show is my wife. We kept it a secret for a long time, and, <laughs> and over the past uh, couple of years, we finally have been more and more open to it, which has been wonderful and great. But the great thing about having eight Valentine's Days together is that we were super chill. Like we went and got pizza and enjoyed like some really, really good sweet treats afterward too. So got Very some nice. pizza and ice cream, man. What, what what more could a girl want? In That's that case? it. It's the key to the heart. It's it's easy. And then we've we've been hosting this weekend. We've had a friend from Dallas that's been in town. So she didn't put a damper on your V day. No, 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 not at all. No, okay. she, she 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 flew in on Thursday. Very good. And it's been fine. We we're celebrating her birthday and stuff. But we knew that. With our big Super Bowl party we had last weekend and with our friends staying with us this weekend, we're like, you know what? Valentine's Day is going to be a little bit chiller. We're going to make sure that, that everything's okay. So I, I overall, I had a it's a very long-winded way of saying that I had a very good Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful to hear. So you, it, I didn't hear any mention of a Lego rose. Uh, no, no. Why would I bring a Lego rose well, to Valentine's Day? <laughs> Jared, Gen Z men are buying their girlfriends Lego flowers for Valentine's Day. This is a article from earlier this week. I thought that was an interesting headline. Instead of getting the flowers that could die or wilt on the stem, they got a Lego rose because it obviously lasts a lot longer. And you get to (laughs) put it together for your beautiful wife or girlfriend and kind of shows that you put some meaning and thought and 
you know, crafted. I think I think a, rose. A, a lot of people would probably expect me to hate this kind of story, but I actually like it a lot. I think it's smart. I know that I liked Legos. I'm sure you liked Legos oh, growing yeah. up. Huge they, Lego they, fan as a kid. They were fun, but man, the generation behind us. I have one younger brother and one younger sister that are both Gen Zers. They adore. They love Legos. It's their favorite thing. So I'm not oh, surprised wow. at all. That they because they grew up with like the Lego Batman, they grew up I with like so. the Lego movies. Nostalgia for them. If like, they... We didn't have the Lego movies. I mean, we I guess we did, but they were right. They, they we were, were adults. Like, yeah, we at were the adults. Time they came out. I thought they were funny, and so I watched them because I liked yeah. Legos. But learn it. But, but yeah, yeah, you're right. And so, but there were. Um, but for us, like we weren't the target demo for them, so it makes sense for Gen Zers to focus in on that. What I I guess what I would be concerned about is how the women felt about receiving a Lego rose because I don't remember as many girls being involved with Legos, but that doesn't mean that they wouldn't be. I'm sure that I'm sure you're happy with any kind of gift. Well, this on article Valentine's includes Day. many pictures of women showing off their Lego roses. They seem to be happy to get these. They obviously maybe you touched on it. Maybe it's some nostalgia for them to they think back to their childhood and their past and they have these warm feelings, loving feelings when they receive these gorgeous Lego roses. And they are actually a lot better. You know, you would think Lego roses is this rigid, blocky yeah. thing. They've made it quite nice. It's got these rounded edges and the the like rose petals, tulip bloom. Looks very nice. And I'm sure Lego is trying to find any way possible they can to make an extra buck or two. And they know that that generation behind them, or behind us, I should say, is is 100% into it. That They will buy into it. And if your boo-boo or your poo-poo, whatever you call your uh, your Valentine or or uh, whatever you call your <laughs> lovely significant other, if they're into that, you know what? I say, by all means, get them that uh, freaking Lego Rose. But it sounds like we're both pro Lego Rose. Absolutely. We're both pro Lego Rose. But one of the things I want to bring up here, because, again, we didn't get a chance to be on the air on Fat Tuesday or Valentine's Day in general. You don't have to uh, make the calendar be a reason why you support your significant other. You don't have to do that. Like, you mm. could... You could celebrate your partner on a random Tuesday, a random Wednesday. Hell, maybe this week. Maybe your husband or your wife has had a really, really hard week, and you 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 see they're struggling, and you come home with some Lego flowers. You know what? That would probably make his or her day if you did something like that. You're damn right, Jared, but I don't think you can miss Valentine's Day. I think you got to do something. You can't make up for it on another day or a day after. You've got to, you know, you've got to at least if you're going to do something earlier in the year or later in the year, you've still got to hit that V day. Okay, all right. It's too important, right? What do you 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 really think that you're you're going to convince a woman that she it's okay that she didn't get anything on Valentine's Day? I did feel pressure earlier this week to make Valentine's Day happen, but when I realized that it was like, oh, like she just wants a little bit of effort. That's that that I was fine with, and then. In a couple of weeks, there'll be there'll be some random Monday where I'll come home from work, you know, doing the Von Hessler Doctrine and on uh, WSB in Atlanta, and I'll just surprise her. I'll be like, hey, hop in the car, let's go. And then she'll be like, what? And then and then I'll take her somewhere that she's not that she didn't expect at all. So on some of the the days where we are quote unquote supposed to do something special, I tend to tamper back a little bit. And on days where it's completely unexpected, that's where she's got to watch right. out right there. So I think that that's. A good lesson, especially for young couples out there. What else you got over there? So if you didn't receive a Lego rose and you don't have a Jared to take you out on a random Tuesday or something, <laughs> you are might are single and you might be sick of dating apps. But here's what your people are doing instead, and here's what you could do: you could do speed dating. So this thing that I kind of correlate with the nineties, yeah, and like that early was a Gen X thing. Yeah, yeah, wow. It's coming back. People are speed dating, dating especially in uh, looks like New York City and Chicago, as well as, well as Los Angeles. 
I don't know. Maybe this is something we could popularize in Athens, Georgia. Do you think that the kind of human interaction element is better than some like the swiping and the digital? You think you might get like a better read on somebody in person? I know that just just getting as I've gotten older, I get super annoyed by texting like these long, long threads like or if I get the voice memos, which ladies, I'm speaking to y'all. If you send me a two-minute or three-minute voice memo, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm sorry. I just, I just don't have time. I don't have time to listen to the whole thing. Even if I'm in the car or something like that, I'm not going to play that thing. I'm just going to be like, what did you say? Like that, or just, I'm I'll, out of the time, but I don't have the patience. That's right, different. Right, right. Which, again, like I'm happy the technology exists, and if that's your primary way of communicating, by all means. But Jerry Yamamoto and I think George Clark, it sounds like for you too, I'm like, don't do that. Don't, don't no. waste my time with that. So- Going back to the story, I think the reason why speed dating is working in bigger cities like this is because there are so many couples that get all wound up in these super long text conversations Mm. where you're talking about nothing, but you're flirting. You're talking about random things. Like I've seen some people that'll like the icebreaker will be like, oh yeah, do you like polar bears or something like that? And then, (laughs) and then you see where it goes and it oftentimes gets sexual and it's weird And this is a, a very abstract example and of that. you've never even seen each other face-to-face is, is what you're getting at. Yes. So I think this is just – it's 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 funny how history repeats itself. We're going back to where we were in the 90s where people are seeking companionship and they're tired of dealing with the BS that people put you through to make it happen. So I'm not surprised that this is uh, going the way it's going. And I think if – People can get over what they claim to be social anxiety. Ugh. Everybody's got anxiety now. I like know. this is not a new thing. Like when not you, everything is clinical. It's not right. Thank you, George. Amen. Like when you were in third grade or fourth grade and you gave a class presentation, you probably got nervous, right? Yes. You probably got nervous in front of the class. Like that's something that human all uh, all humans deal with. And the amazing thing is, once you get done, the endorphins that you feel after you get done override actually doing the presentation altogether. And I feel like now we've just gotten to this point where it's become socially acceptable to not put yourself in social situations, which is a weird way of saying social, <laughs> social there. But you get what I'm saying totally. there. It's a, it's a, it's a weird thing. So I, I encourage this type of speed dating. I think that those that are brave enough are going to find their right partner. And I saw some stat earlier this week saying that only half of millennials are married right now. So Millennials in particular, come on, get out there. This is your time. Make make something happen. Try something new. What else you got in your picks there, George? Well, it's not just millennials that want love. The Golden Bachelorette has announced for fall 2024. And we've got a unique, I mean, not a personal connection, but I just, it's, I hope the it, fans can know. It, it, it is funny. Go ahead. You know, you can tell you, them. You know somebody that's on The Bachelor right now. I do. I do. I know Lexi Young. So she is, um, she's doing quite well, actually. She made it through. She had the first rose this past week. And... It's weird seeing her because I, I, I can't divulge too much on the air now, but I can say that she doesn't actually go by Lexi in real life. She's got the, everything else is correct, but it's weird. I don't know if she's going to change to Lexi from here on out. Like that's, that's the weird thing. But when I talk to her now, she's being so political with me. She's like, no, I just, I just think Joey's the great guy and he's so wonderful. And I'm just like, oh, come on, g- give me some of, some of the scoop here. But it's, it's super interesting knowing somebody on the show, especially when, when you start to kind of see some of their personality shine through here like in this moment earlier this week. 
I'm feeling great. It feels right. I have butterflies. My heart is racing. I can't stop looking into his eyes. He makes me feel amazing, and I have not felt that in a very, very, very long time. And I am happy for Lexi and her journey. But again, I, I do need to let for all the super fans out there, Tina knows her much better than I do. I just I would say you, you put me in like in between friend and acquaintance. We've seen each other a couple of times. Tina obviously knows her super well. Still cool. Still very cool. So but, all, all you Bachelor fans out there, keep an eye on Lexi on The Bachelor now and then wait for fall because of the Golden Bachelor Et is coming back, so it'll be a golden bachelorette. Oh, okay. So one of the runner-ups, huh, is, is going to be the bachelorette from the last season. Yeah, it doesn't. It, no announcement on cast or uh, anything like that. But uh, yes, it'll it'll be the golden bachelorette. I think that's good. I mean, the series obviously knows that they only have to do so much to keep it going, right? It doesn't need require that much uh, no. money, that much overhead. Because for a hit, people love it. Yeah, people people love trash TV, and and I think it's single-handedly keeping ABC broadcast TV doing well personally during during the weeks I think it's it's one of their big cash grabbers I think overall the costs are pretty low and for the contestants that go on the show they get what they want they get a little bit of a social media following maybe it turns into an Instagram deal or something like that they get what they want so I I don't hate it I know some people tune into the station and they're like oh I don't <laughs> like the bachelor the bachelor I don't it's garbage and it, to an extent they're right it's not yes. great but sometimes we need a moment, George, where we can just sit back, relax, have a glass of wine, and forget and, about and, the world and chill. And even like sitting with my wife, I'll, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll gossip with her about. It. I'm like, oh, you yeah. know, with that girl, especially when such... you know somebody on there. Yes, oh, so great. so it makes it fun. So I, I know I'm not I'm being a lot less judgy during this season, <laughs> and I'm happy that for the older generations with a golden bachelor that they're going to come back with the batch golden bachelorette. That's cool. What's Very next? cool. So Biden. He uh -oh, is trying uh -oh, out politics time. Here's Here an old man getting into a young man's game. He has started his own TikTok account. After all the, the kerfuffle about how bad it is and how Chinese it is and all that stuff, they've joined TikTok. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I'm so glad you brought this up. Uh, here is a little clip of his first TikTok. Chiefs or Niners? Two great quarterbacks. Hard to decide. This is obviously during the Super Bowl last week. I was for the Eagles and I'd be sleeping alone. My wife's a Philly girl. Game or commercials? Game. Game or halftime show? Game. Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey? Mama Kelsey. I understand she makes great chocolate chip cookies. Deviously plotting to rig the season so the Chiefs would make the Super Bowl or the Chiefs just being a good football team? I'm getting trouble if I told you. <laughs> Trump or Biden? Are you kidding? <laughs> Biden. There it is. Biden's first TikTok. It's so obviously it's hypocritical. The, the administration has come out against TikTok, told that there's no government phones are not allowed to have it on there. But do you think it's necessary? Do you think that they are sm like, OK, it might be hypocritical, but they need to get the youth out there voting. They need to make sure that the, the youth is aware of what's going on with their campaign. But I think all campaigns need to reach out to the youth and the youth are on TikTok. So you can't blame them. I, I I can blame him actually. Okay, Believe right. it or not, I can. You know, there there's uh there's a lot of things wrong with this story altogether. You just a year and a half ago, I believe maybe it was 2022. I think April, it's the spring of 2022. He came out and said that TikTok is unhealthy for Americans and it needs to be basically banned off of all government devices involved in his administration. So he needs to, in order to make this right, at least to somebody that's a well-informed voter, which. Here on WGAU, we know that we have lots of well-informed voters that are listening to this station. You need to come back and say, not only am I starting TikTok, but I'm also allowing it on on government devices from here on out. You're trying to play this thing where you get it both ways here. I understand that while running a campaign, you need to reach out to the younger voters. And I applaud the Biden administration 
for actually reaching down and saying, hey, like we've got this big pool of voters here that are pretty much destined to vote for me. The overall, I mean, yeah. Gen Zers and millennials are probably going to vote for for Biden and Harris. And it's unfortunate because they don't inform themselves enough on the policies of it. That's a story for another day, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that it would be smart if like Nikki Haley's campaign got involved with it or if Trump's campaign got involved with it. But they at least are being consistent with what they say. Like you cannot say that it should be banned from devices and that the, the app is dangerous and then you yourself be on the app. So in order to make this right, he needs to go out there and say, TikTok is now good. TikTok is fine in my administration. And then move on with his app. Not playing both sides of the fence because it just makes him look icky to me. You know I what see. I mean? So you can't blame him for getting on TikTok. Obviously, he needs to reach out to the youth. But if he's going to do that, then he needs to say, TikTok's okay. Make make your own minds yes. up. Be consistent up about it. Be consistent. Don't tell me it's dangerous. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, flip flip your idea around and be like, oh, yeah, now it's fine if I'm using it. It's uh, It's just ridiculous. Good job with your picks there, George. Let's bring in all the others and we'll do a little Randy's rundown when we come back here on the Power Pod. Welcoming back not only you, Athens, Georgia, but Randio, Christina Yamamoto, Nicole Bennett, Mike B., and of course our host, Jared Yamamoto. Aha! Look at those frowning faces. You would, you know, you look around this studio now, you would expect a radio, Tina, Mike B., and Nicole to all be excited to be back early. You know what? Because we want to deliver for our Athens audience, at least George Clark and I do. Oh, yeah? You know, it used to give. 30 minutes, uh, get 30 minutes off during this time, but no, not anymore. In fact, Randio, you're about to be showcased right now because we did a format change. Yeah, that's right. We're doing Randy's rundown throughout the show now. So I hope that you're ready with your rundown over there because, you know, you don't just get to sit there and relax and chill in the hallway all day. All day. We've got things to cover here on WGAU. What you got over there? Yeah, because I stay ready. Listen, After so... you put us out, but go ahead. That part, right? <laughs> For my Beyonce fans in Oklahoma, well, Oklahoma radio station is now playing Beyonce's new country song, After Outcry. Yeah, so listen to this, guys. I, I, I don't really know exactly. I know this will go a little bit long here for the rundown, but this ain't Texas. I, I like it. Hold them. Hey. So cards down, 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 down. So Lexus. It's not bad. And throw your keys up. Hey. Around, round, 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 round. So the one thing that I love about Beyonce is that she at least dabbles in different genres of music. I think that's really cool. But I don't know if it necessarily fully jumps into the category or not. I think that it. I think that you should definitely play it on 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 a country station for sure. But it's like when she won the uh, EDM category yeah. a couple years ago. It's yeah. like it was not the best EDM song. I don't know if it's the best country song ever, but it, it certainly has the qualities to be yeah. to be in there. I as like well, it. Too. It's quite simple. It's not super overproduced, which a lot of modern yeah. country yes. goes for. Yes. It's quite simple. You know, simple beat, simple lyrics. It shows how talented she is as a musician too, just to be able to do that. Because a lot of people are just like, "This is what we are, and this is what we do." And uh, it's it's kind of like uh, Nicole Bennett in radio. Nicole Bennett is like, "This is what I am. I am informative, and I." Bring you the news. Wait a minute. The Are time. you saying I'm the Beyonce of radio? No, yes! no, no, no. I am saying I am saying that that you are the opposite of that. You are the one that is one dimensional. <laughs> wow, Thank you very I much. I would be the Beyonce. Yours. I'm the Beyonce of radio. That's I would be amazing. the Beyonce of radio. What's next there to run down? Speaking of inflated egos, let's talk about inflation, actually. So, guys, did you know that? corporate greed increasingly seen as the major cause of inflation, according to polls. Uh, I think that 
there's logic to that. I can understand why people are frustrated with those at the top of the uh, the income ladder, but I, I, it's it's a full it's a full thing, guys. Like, I mean, basically, like if you've got the middle class paying more for goods, that's going to cause inflation, and then also the rich, if they're paying more for goods, that's also going to contribute to inflation as well. It's an entire category that ends up moving that bar, that in, the inflation bar along, not just one group of uh, folks that end up moving that, and that's. A little difficult to explain the rundown, but hopefully you're able to at least get the visual, whether you're listening to us in the car or you're gathered around your tabletop radio in the house. What's next? I kind of got some more inflation on that. So stubborn inflation, guys, this means the feds will be cutting rates less than the market thought. Yeah, this is causing quite a ruckus in the real estate market. This is causing all kinds of issues in grocery stores, common goods and stuff. Kind of going back to that same thing here. If you're wealthy... You're not impacted as much as those in the middle class and the in the lower class, which is why you should strive to always have low taxes and have as much money in your pocket as possible. Good job with your second round of the rundown there, Radio. We'll be back with even more of the Power Pod when we return. Welcome, Athens, Georgia, to this, the second hour of today's edition of the Power Pod. We are giving you all the stories from this past week because we like to inform and entertain. Right, Jared Yamamoto? That is the absolute truth. And again, I opened up the show in the first hour talking about how everybody's in strange moods over here. I mean, Nicole was over here cracking sexual jokes during the commercial breaks and the newscast. And then uh, Randy O, uh, again, like nobody else got a cupcake, but you are still munching down on those cupcakes over here from the, from the first hour, which... To bring uh, cupcakes, you know, several days after Valentine's Day is a little, little ridiculous. A little ridiculous. I I appreciate the thought. I appreciate the shot. <laughs> I appreciate the thought. How dare you come after your beloved host like that? You know what? Your host is over here working his tail off to make sure that uh, we deliver for our wonderful WGAU folks out there. Didn't bring no candy or nothing. I know, right? All the candy went on sale Thursday and Friday. Exactly. And so these cupcakes. Exactly. So you don't eat these cupcakes. <laughs> exactly. I, see, I see the price of there. Three ninety nine. You were taking advantage Ooh, of the deal. Down. You were uh, taking advantage of those, of those deals over there. <laughs> so we have a ton of stories to get to here. I, I do want to get to Marjorie Taylor's mouth this week. I know that there were a couple oh of moments God. where... Uh, hey, don't, don't take that the sexual way. Don't you guys look at Why me like that. Why did you get to her mouth? Well, because she had a filthy mouth this week. Uh, she was was really pressed on the Ukraine funding deal. Mm. In particular, was going after uh, a huge British diplomat in the name of uh, his name is David Cameron. Okay. And uh, you know there was a lot of cussing that was going on from uh, from Marjorie Taylor Greene. David Cameron needs to worry about his own country, and frankly, he can kiss my ass. But do you think Putin's <laughs> the good guy in all this? Slams the door on the reporter asking Uh about that. But she wasn't done. She had another moment this week, too. I'm not a doctor, but I have a Ph.D. in recognizing bull when I hear it. So, again, like Marjorie, you know, dropping the A word, dropping, you know, that word there, slamming doors. She has been out of control this week. But we're not here to focus only on her. Each of these wonderful folks here on the Power Pod, Randy O, Tina, Mike B. You heard a little bit of George Clark earlier in the last hour. Nicole Bennett all have stories that they've brought to the table, and they have a duty to do, and that is to entertain and inform you good folks out there here in Athens. So hopefully, Mike B., you're going to start off this hour right. Yes, listen, there was a, a little little Georgia politics slander in the first hour and stuff like that, and then you went to what school, Tina? I went to Dunwoody. 
No, no, your no, college. I'm sorry. I went to Tennessee. Okay, you love bringing that up. So this is the Tennessee government. Let's talk about this. Oh, Tennessee boy. Tennessee bill that pushes a, a ban on the sale of cold beer to decrease DUIs. This That's is child okay. Mm-hmm. That is not going to work no at way. all. Tennessee. All you have to do, yeah, yeah. So okay, you go to the gas station and you buy now hot beers, and it's going to prevent people from getting DUIs. Get yeah. the hell out of here, people. People, <laughs> no the way. people that are getting DUIs are people that are leaving house parties yeah. and people that are leaving the bar that have already been consuming the beverages, mm-hmm. not the people that are taking the beverages home with them. This is addressing the wrong problem here and of course your state tina your beloved this, tennessee no, no. would come would come come up with this terrible idea to do something like this you can defend tennessee all Y'all you want know go I'm ahead from here i'm born in georgia born oh you were oh okay. now you you're claiming so georgia no, no, no. Oh, okay oh okay. the <laughs> university of tennessee they're two di- very oh, different I things i can't, control. No, no, no. I can't <laughs> control what they're doing <laughs> their cold beer i don't know what they're doing with their cold beer so do you agree with this bill or not that by selling warm no. beer at the gas station or no. wherever you get your beer that uh, it will prevent people from getting DUIs. No, but I do think it's 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 a fair point to bring up that some people are buying their beer and then immediately drinking, especially if we're talking about big cities within Tennessee. I mean, you've got college towns, you've got young people whose brains haven't developed yet, okay? So they're maybe thinking, yeah, I can enjoy a beer and operate a vehicle. No, they're walking. Don't do that. Y'all walk that Tennessee. Oh, Don't God. do that. Exactly. Know, couple a couple of golf carts. That's it. See, couple the, of golf carts. <laughs> I just think that again, like sometimes when these when, when these legislatures get get or not legislatures, but the legislators when they when they start uh, getting together and they start, you know, they're like, oh, we got to form these bills. We got to got to make a difference, guys. We got to go out there and we got to pass legislation, right? It's like the 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 story that Nicole brought up in the first hour. No, Georgia needs a state bread, right? We need to, we need to be a, either a biscuit or cornbread. That is a waste of time. This bill in Tennessee, where you're trying to prevent gas stations from refrigerating their beer, so that way, uh, that way, it makes it more difficult for the gas stations to make money. You realize that all of these convenience stores make the majority of their money off of the sales inside the store, not at the gas pump. They try to give you. The lowest amount of the gas pump, and for a lot of the uh, like the grocery stores out there too, that is where they make their uh, primary bottom line. There is mm-hmm. off of the products that are inside the store. So again, these people they try to dabble in things, and it's and and the funny thing here is that it's Republicans. Republicans should be the ones that are uh, against government regulation and against uh, and, and and for small government, for small government, against government regulation and allowing capitalism to work in its fullest and truest form here. But yes, the hypocrisy that happens. Oh, yeah. Well, if we do this, we'll prevent DUIs. We'll be able to make all this stuff happen. It just shows that there are morons at, the, at that level. And I realize that with my birthday coming up this week, I'm turning, I'm going to my presidential year. I'll be 35 years old, Randio. Yes. It makes me want to run for politics even more and more no. because- I feel like I could solve a lot of these problems out there, but you know what? Keep you a At, cold one of these in your car. Maybe. Maybe, cups. Yeah, maybe this. I will. <laughs> the, we got these cups. The can, we got these.
Oh, yeah, the little Yeti cup over there? Yeah, Yeti cup. So Stanley. Or one of them. As long as it's cold in your car. I just, <laughs> yeah. But I, we can't just skim over Jared's very emotional outburst that he just had. He's this monologue older. that he gave. He's it was giving older. very Pisces. Yeah. But you know his birthday coming up. So like you said, third president, it's giving feelings are coming out strong. You, you okay know, he don't believe Jared? in that. Yeah, Jared, you okay? I don't believe in any of that nonsense. So you emotional. guys know that. Yeah, those feelings, right? I was like, oh It God. is because I am tired of other people that... We put in power thinking that they know what's best for us. We need to be more responsible when we elect these morons that are uh, that are involved in local politics, especially uh, our brothers and sisters to the north up in Tennessee like that. How, what a moronic thing oh to do God. over there. I love the mayor of Knoxville. That's Kane from the, uh, wrestling. He's, you know what? He he is fine. He's actually doing a good job. It's not all the politicians, yeah, but there are some more. slamming Democrats. Th- th- there are some moronic politicians. And this, again— I have to, again, address this. This was brought up by a Tennessee Republican, for the record here, that is trying to do this nonsense. So I call him out as I see him here. Good story to start off the hour. You know what? Mike B., round of applause for Mike B. for actually bringing something to the table that was great here. The pressure pressure is on Randy O. I ain't got no pressure. I ain't worried about y'all. I'm about to deliver the news. Let's see what story you've got over there. So I think that Tina and Nicole would love this. Okay. Engagement season, right? So you ladies have had the privilege and the pleasure of being engaged. You know, beautiful rocks on your fingers. Shout out to your booze. But did you guys know they're saying that in 2024, this is going to be like the highest engagement that they've had and like I guess forever, they're expecting 2.5 million couples to okay. get engaged Ooh. this year. Wow, two point! I figured it'd be more than that. No, nope, 2.5 million. Are you going to be one of those? I mean, I can't propose to myself, honey. So we gonna see. What? Well, you could obviously <laughs> propose to to your boyfriend. Looking at. No, oh, I will oh, never. No. Why not? Absolutely it's 2024. Not. That's Come on. That's what them uh, Gen Zers are doing. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. You say Sorry. I'm too Mark hard it, on them. Mark it. That's his fourth time, fourth Randy, time going after generations. I would never wear <laughs> Your time is coming. First of don't all, they worry. know that I love me some Jesus. And, you know, listen, I'm waiting <laughs> on my husband to come and propose to me. I ain't about to be promoted to no man. So, nevertheless, I do feel like it's very possible. But, nevertheless, I do want to just say the reason for this, which I thought was kind of good, so they were saying, like, in 2020, you know, the world kind of shut down. So people wasn't dating. So as soon as the world opened back up, people started getting back dating. And they say mm-hmm. you usually take about three years before you want to propose <clears throat> to people that are listening. Three years you're supposed to propose. Wow. <laughs> or whatever. In any event. And so I'm like, okay, so 2024, because they met and they started rekindling in 2021. They started their love. And I'm like, oh, this is great. So it's just a positive, feel-good story. That Leaker. is beautiful. I love love. And I'm glad to know three that. Three years. What? I, I know it took you 30 days, but fathers, it takes to take least three days. Okay, all right. So the shade is being thrown out there from okay. Randy O. So all of the fellas out here in the classic city just know that your uh, your time is a ticking to uh, to uh, to get that ring to Randy O. But Randy, I feel like, you know what, as, uh, as oh, progressive of a mindset that you have about oh, things sometimes, I, I, I feel like... I feel like you know what if, if you had fa- if you have already found Mr. Right, why not just you know practice getting down on one knee? You you you, you flash that nice bling right there, and you're like, you know what, Shot, I love you. I am ready to marry you. Come on, come on. Why, 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 why don't you do that, Shot? Oh by the way, is Randy? Jared, is that how you propose? Right. You yell it like that. Something sounded familiar there. You know what? Tina doesn't even remember when Christina. I proposed to her. I. <laughs> I. 
I actually was quite the romantic. No, in that he moment. did say my full name, which was very romantic. Oh. My full name. Oh, and then, how loud was it? Mm-hmm. He's uh, no, what not? She loud. blacked out. I had to say it again. Yeah, I had to say I everything. Say, and can she's you like, just what? Repeat that again. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily, I had re- rehearsed my lines there. So, Rania, so take this advice here. Here's a little pen. Pen. I'm not taking notes. Rehearse, I rehearse. Take notes. And uh, you can hop down on one knee. Huh? <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Ever. No. <laughs> and, uh, and and propose to your man and make make the, the engagement season what it is today. How about that? How Randy? about no? Next. I, I think, that, <laughs> I think that, it, that, it, that it's a good time. By the way, super fan Jack on our PowerPod socials says, <laughs> yes. love is a battlefield. And yes, you know what? Sometimes you got to go out there, you got to fight it. So yeah. for anybody that's uh, on the prowl right now. Whether you are, uh, no matter what kind of relationship you're in, whether it's you know you're you're the domin- domineering man I mean, or the domineering domineering yeah. woman in the relationship, and you want to get down on one knee, Whoa. we here Whoa. on the Power Pod, we here on WGAU encourage it, hey. and we want we want you hey. to to go out there and we say go for it, swing for hey. the fences, right, Nicole? Swing for the fences. That's right. You know what? Thank yeah. you, Nicole. I knew you'd have my oh, back on that Lord. one. Sure. And, and now you are rewarded with another story. What's your story? Oh, yay. Okay. Well, this is kind of along the lines of another sort of proposal. Um, Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat in West Virginia. Oh, leave it to Nicole to go to politics here. You know what? Oh, of course. Fine. That's good. Go ahead, Nicole. What is your political? You know what? Well, this is what she does here. She's like, oh, hold on, guys. We're getting off the rails here. We got we to go back to politics. Hold on. Okay, Nicole. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I'm buttoned up here. Okay. Go ahead. Well, because Jared's going to say it's kind of a non-story, but he was at an event this week, City Club of Cleveland Breakfast, and he got asked and pressed a lot about a potential presidential bid. He danced around the subject and then said, hypothetically, though, if I was picking my running mate, really who I would ask right now is Mitt Romney. How interesting is that? He's a Democrat. He would, if he did run, a lot of people are saying it would be an independent or third-party campaign. Um, and having a Democrat and a Republican on the same ticket, it's so, interesting. Says a lot about Mitt Romney. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think Romney is just kind of near near the end of his time mm-hmm. in politics. I mean, both of them are moderate in their field. So, like, I, I mean, Manchin is a moderate Democrat, and Romney is becoming more and more moderate. He used to be yeah. kind of further to the right, but now he's becoming more and more moderate as. More and more of the Republican Party kind of gets consumed with MAGA a little bit mm-hmm. over there. So I can understand why he would do that, but they're just going to get humiliated. Like they're not yeah. people. I mean, people are going to pick Biden, Harris, or they're going to pick Trump and whoever he decides to pick. I think it could be Tim Scott. I think that's probably going to be his, his VP. So I think that it's it's just it's a lose lose for Romney unless unless he's thinking like oh yeah this is my last uh, my last hoorah right there you know we we mentioned swinging for the fences in the last story there maybe this is his last swing for the fence so I I would appreciate having that option on my ballot I yeah. like the idea of having more options on my ballot but I just don't I don't know if that's never gonna I just don't know if it's I don't know if it's going to work or not. You know what I mean? Like I I I don't no. I mean I, I'm just looking at Randio's face. Uh-uh. She's like you you're not you're not excited by Joe Manchin and Mitt Romney, right? No. Exactly. So Tina, are you excited by Joe Manchin? I don't even know who Joe Manchin is. Joe Manchin is the senator, Democrat senator from West Virginia. So West Virginia typically a red state, but he is a cool. blue senator from there. So it's so it's a, so it's Sweet. unique. Yeah, unique that unique. way. I mean, does it make you <laughs> does it make you excited, Nicole? Since you're the one that oh. had to bring us back with a button down political Thank you, story. Nicole. <laughs> I I only get excited at the idea of, like you said, having more options and someone, believe it or not, guys, to oppose Biden to mix it up a little bit. 
I, I will say though, I mean, Mansion is seventy six. How I don't know how old Mitt Romney is. So to me, it's yeah, we have more options as in more names, but it's not as if they're that diverse. You know, it's still just a couple old white guys. Yeah, so. it, it would just be it would just be nice to be able to get a couple of choices that are interesting that actually are able to speak on their political ideology effectively, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like even when RFK Jr. is out there speaking, you know, he's thinking about running. I mean, he is basically running an independent campaign now. Will he get on the ballot here in Georgia? I don't know unless he maybe he could sneak in on the libertarian ticket. But I don't think the libertarians will let him in. RFK and the libertarians are there. There's nothing in common with those parties there. So I just I, I don't know. I mean, you just need somebody kind of charismatic, young, but can speak to the issues, but also understands how to speak to us. I, I brought up here on this show, and I, and I hate to dwell on this story too much because I realize, you know, we're going a long way from Joe Manchin and Mitt Romney may be a, 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 yeah. a, a third party option on, on your presidential ballot coming so up. We've soon. already got our candidates for this election anyway. I, I think it's <laughs> silly to talk about anything else. Yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. I, I, I just feel like I wish that either it's Democrat, maybe it's a Democrat, maybe it's a Republican. I wish that somebody would just look at our age group in particular. Everybody here in this studio here at WGAU, we're all millennials here, and I feel like people are speaking over us right now. Like they're trying to target mm-hmm. middle-aged folks, middle-aged being 40 to 60, and then they're trying to target the uh, the younger Gen Zers at the moment right now. And we just get left behind in all this. Yep. And I feel like even with Romney and Manchin, they're going to make that same mistake mm-hmm. there. They're going to be speaking over us instead of coming for us. I mean, we're a huge demographic that can be swayed one way or another, and it doesn't require a lot. I just need I, – I'm sorry. I just My BS meter goes off with all three it's of honest, these. Because Romney is 76. Yes. Yeah. Like, and so I, I think, uh, Nicole, you're – Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Romney – I mean – He just Romney. take care of himself now. He, oh, my he God. Not he look, look he not that looking like Mitch McConnell. He's got – he's a Mormon, <laughs> so he doesn't know. No caffeine. He he's a Mormon, so no caffeine, no alcohol, none of that oh, stuff. Wow. So, wow. So that's what happened, so – if you want to fix yourself up there, Randy, Boy, you just got to stop. No, Mitt mid look good now. Yeah. Look hey, good. I can't believe it at all. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, which uh, I see karma wins on our uh, PowerPod social says, is this election over yet? Which I I, I get the feeling. It, it's exhausting right now. Mm-hmm. But here on the PowerPod, what we're going to try to do is we're going to cover it as it as it is necessary. And we're going to let you know about the stories that we need to know about. But we're not going to dwell on this stuff. Is that right? Isn't that right, Nicole Bennett? That is right, Jared Yamamoto. All right. Thank you, Nicole. All right, Tina, let's see if you can tee up a story here before we go to break. Yes. So I know a couple weeks ago we had the Grammys and our girl Smiley Miley won record of the year, I believe. She won her, uh, I think this is her second Grammy. She did. Thank you, George, for confirming. Thank you, Jared. Uh, But in her acceptance speech, she made a special effort to publicly thank all of her friends and family, producers, et cetera, et cetera, that got her to this moment. But she went on and on and obviously left out her father, Billy Ray Cyrus. (gasps) So a lot of fans on social went crazy, like, oh, man, like, what's wrong with her and her dad? Because you've seen them be very close over over the years. Um, But it sounds as if Billy Ray Cyrus is now speaking out, trying to patch things up with his daughter, Miley, since him and his uh, ex-wife, who's Miley's mother's, divorced. Well, I know that so. I'm not going to sleep until they patch up this relationship because this is just heart-wrenching, heart-wrenching all, all together. And I really, really hope they fix this up because I, I just don't know how I could live anymore. We'll be back with even more Power Pod here on WGA. 
Welcome back, Athens, Georgia. You're listening to The Power Pod on WGAU. We are giving you all the stories from this past week with Jared Yamamoto. Yes, we are. And my goodness, uh, I'm watching our Power Pod socials. By the way, you can follow us at PowerPodWSB on Instagram and The Power Pod on Facebook. And I see that anti-war spore says that it's because the millennials are complainers that we have the politics that we do. You know what? There is some truth to that, but also the baby boomers refuse to let go of power. And you know I'm not lying about that. So it's just a, it, it, it gets out of control. It gets ridiculous. Much like this Miley Cyrus story, I feel like, Tina, you were just trying to give us a glimpse into some family dispute that I feel uncomfortable dipping my toes into. You know what? If Miley Cyrus and her dad can't figure it out, then that is a deal that it needs to be solved in the Cyrus household. What do you think there, Nicole? Do you think that's, that's a safe way to handle it? Yeah, sure. Yes. But I mean, Jared, you know that on some level, people are always kind of intrigued in their favorite celebrities and what they've got going on personally. So even if you're not a huge Miley head or whatever her fans are called, maybe some people out there care and they want to know. Well, I know you with Taylor Swift, for example. I mean, I I, I get it. You want to know every second of every minute with what's going on with Taylor Swift. Now, Randio, are you ready over there, Miss uh, Sugar Buzz? Are you ready for Ooh, the yes, third round of Randy's Rundown, where we just where we cover the stories we just couldn't miss? Yes. All right. So my guy is back, John Stewart. He returns as the Daily Show host, roast Biden, Trump, and himself. And he got the best ratings for the Daily Show they've had in years. Now, it wasn't significant. It was, I think, a little under two million. Yes. But um, I, a lot of the lefties were pretty upset with them because they were going after, like, Biden's cognitive ability and stuff. But, again, if it's a comedy show like that, I mean, this stuff happened. I mean, last week was one of the worst weeks of Biden's presidencies uh, that at least I've seen that I've covered in uh, the four years that he's been president. It was it was awful. It was an awful week for him. And he has time to recover from it. He, he In fact, you know, with how crazy this news cycle is, he probably will recover from it. But it's... Uh, I, I think that that's the right approach. You've got to be able to make fun of everybody and not just make fun of one side because that's what The Daily Show became. It got boring. They, you always knew they were going to make fun of Republicans and then not make fun of lefties, and it was good that he made fun of both this time. What's next? Well, this next person, y'all can't get rid of him. He, you can't cancel him. He's uncancelable. Kanye West album reaches number uno. Yeah, this is unbelievable. This all comes after he had that Super Bowl ad. Where it was like him doing like the, uh, I don't know, it was like a cell phone video, right? Yeah. Where he's like, I bought this ad and it promoted the album and what what he needed to do. But I again, like I, I'm not a I'm not a Kanye hater or a lover. I just think he's like, he's okay. Uh, or are you, are you a fan of it, George? I know yeah, you're a, I mean, it's a great album. Obviously, he's super controversial, but the album's great regardless. But what happened at, towards the end of the week is Apple took it off. Yeah. yeah. yeah they yeah. removed it. That's right. Yeah, Thank so. you for embedding in my rundown there, George. Yes. Oh. Oh, did I? I no, it's okay. You know, we are a team. Didn't you say it earlier? Yes. Oh, it's fine. I'll just keep moving with my, with my next story. One thing here on the Power Pod is you never mess with Randy's run now. One more story real quick. Here. Mariah Carey, Cher, Sade, Oasis, and Ozzy Osbourne are among Rock Hall nominees for 2024. I am so excited for all of them. Congratulations. Let's squeeze one more in. I lied. I thought we were going to do just one. Uh, Nicole, Meghan Markle announces her new podcast with brilliant Lemonada team. Oh, boring. How that's not going to be a good podcast at all. Good job with your rundown. Bad job with the last story there. We'll be back with more Power Pod after Athens' most accurate and dependable forecast. 
We are back on WGAU. This is the Power Pod. We've got our host with us, Jared Yamamoto. Yes, we do. And I know a lot of people get super excited here at 1130. They expect Randy's rundown, but we did a format change a week ago where we now get Randy's rundown throughout the show. So you have actually already heard most of it to this point. So the great thing is, is that Randy still has got stories in front of her along with everybody else. But we go a little bit, a little bit more long form, a little bit more in depth on some of the stories that we have left over. Because Mike B always brings a bunch of stories. Nicole brings a bunch of stories. Tina brings a bunch of stories. And even Randy, you know, she might slip him over from the rundown. She's like, oh, this one goes over here and this one goes over there. And it works out great. So I am excited to hear what Mike B's next story is. So what story are you excited to entertain and inform our WGAU audience with? This is from Sky, NewSky.com. Uh, tooth fairy gifts for children. And they are steadily increasing to the point people are doing $100 gifts and even a little bit more, yeah. like nope. actual jewelry and gifts for their children when they lose a tooth. Okay, so I know that you've got uh, youngins at home right now. So when they lost their teeth... How much were you offering, or how much are you planning on offering uh, f- uh, from the Tooth Fairy in that in that case, or how much does the Tooth Fairy usually provide? Uh, the oldest child, uh, five dollars tops, yeah, for a tooth say. because you were getting she's getting older, and then that the baby teeth were the the back ones in the back. So it's all yeah, we you know a little five dollars there, and for Kate B. Uh, their first tooth, uh, maybe a dollar. You tripping? Okay, all right. So, so, so you, so you're not doing a hundred dollars at least. You remember, you remember coins, right? I mean, I got like the silver, uh, the fifty cent piece. Fifty cent yes. piece. That's what I got. We I didn't old. get a dollar. We old. We're old. I would actually kind of, you know, I mean, for that first tooth. What do you mean, Randy? So, like, for their very first tooth, which you're not going to use it, but we can start their piggy game. We can give them $20 for the first tooth. What? And put it for, the, for the first one. No, then no. after that, we can oh, do, my. like, $5. And all your money goes into the piggy bank that you can't wow. touch. No, we didn't do that. They didn't. My parents didn't. No, that's not what happened. That's what I would do. Oh, that's what I would do. That's so sweet. There's already a piggy bank with money. You lose a tooth, it's a dollar. <laughs> okay. Dollar. Yeah, exactly. Way more to get a tooth fixed as an adult, so we need to be investing into their dentistry now. I am. Cade knows how to take his toothbrush, and he <laughs> puts. I put the toothpaste on it, and he puts it in his mouth. We have a toothbrush song. We do this uh, routine every morning. <laughs> oh, invested, so beloved. Twenty dollars. Listen, the bills are paid, and he's not hungry. Okay. <laughs> it's tough times for the tooth fairy as well, too. That's what I have to say. The tooth fairy can't just you know <laughs> oh just because inflation's bad doesn't mean the tooth fairy has to be impacted by that. Now, Nicole, you strike me as somebody that grew up in a spoiled family. You and your you and your brother, you probably got paid fifty dollars a tooth, right? A gift card. I mean, about, no, no, no. I'm I'm with you guys, and we got coins. I mean, maybe we got a dollar somewhere along the way, but not for losing teeth. No. Okay. We, we All didn't right. get spoiled. For that. Okay. I I remember. I think the most I ever got was maybe two dollars from the tooth fairy. Yeah. Two dollars at most, but. The idea of people getting a hundred dollars and getting Crazy. gifts and stuff from the Tooth Fairy. I mean, listen, man, it, I'll knock my tooth out right now for a hundred dollars. That's great. <laughs> exactly. You no, know, just go back and you know got, that's covered under insurance. Yeah, I right know. There. That's what I'm saying. So, that's, so that, way, that, that way, you're that way you're good to go to fix it all up. So that's that's crazy that people are offering this. And if you and your parents have a good connection with a Tooth Fairy that offers that, 
then I think that you really, really need to cut back on there. This is a message mm-hmm. to you with your spoiled tooth fairies out there. That, that well, That's a lot of money to offer there. It's kind of like how back in the holiday season we were talking about kids coming to school and talking about what they got for Christmas and that how TikTok reviews of gift giving are all the craze now. Like, I can't imagine like someone going to school and being like, oh, I got $100 and I got this and that. <laughs> and then the other kid's like, I got a dollar. And I yeah. said, you got 100 what? And I want to call his grandmama and say, look at these grades. But go ahead. Oh, okay. This is just a a hundred damn dollars. Yeah, that's that's a lot there. That's a lot to deal with. But it is it is an interesting time, right? Because I could see, you know, when Randio decides to give kids in particular, I feel like she's going to be the one that uh, you're going to be the helicopter mom. You're going to be the one. Oh, yeah. You're going to be the one that twenty dollars under a pillow for a tooth and they three. Hell- it's just the first two. Actually, and then I like the gift card idea. Like giving them something that's going to help for their future. Hell, I think that you would give your kid. <laughs> I'm going to go this far. I think that when your firstborn goes to the bus stop every day, like here's a dollar. Here's a dollar every time they oh. go to the bus stop. That's probably what you're going to do. Or every Man. time you come home and you know you got maybe have all your clothes together, you didn't lose no hair bows or nothing. Yes, you can oh, get a dollar. Oh, to say that it's going to be a girl. Okay, or boy, he may have a ponytail. If you heard come back in a big afro, you don't get a dollar. Okay, all right, see you later. Because I was a kid, I'll get, if you would give me money or give me incentives, I will do good. So oh. I, I I work well that way. So I want my kids to have it. Okay. Explains a lot. The receipts. <laughs> Interesting. Twenty twenty three. This is a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're you radio. got money. Randy will do what you want. <laughs> Randio can it is available for purchase. Which <laughs> Buy, no. speaking of for purchase, we're buying another story from you. Isn't that right, Randy? You know, whatever. Clean and it up, buddy. cash out your 50 cent, because that's all I got. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> you know, moving on, well, guys. Nice free story. Oh. i give you 50 cent. You better keep your 50, okay? Any event. So this next story is actually nothing related to what we've been talking about. However, I think it's What a seg. I know, right? I have none because this has nothing to do. That's because fine. I'm excited. We were so tired of talking about COVID for the longest, right? We were so, so sick of it. it. Well, now some of the discussion, which let me first say nothing is set in stone, but some of the discussion is getting rid of the five-day COVID-19 isolation guidelines. Okay. okay. I mean, that, they need to get rid of, that, rid of that for a while. I'm surprised they still have it, that, you, that you're supposed to isolate. I know that um, my poor dad this week had COVID for a little while, and oh, you know he got, it for the, like, he got it twice within the last year and never had it for the first couple of years. And I mean, he wasn't like isolating. Mean, I, I talked to him on the phone a couple of times. He's like at the Chick Fil A drive-through and stuff like that. I'm like, my dad, should you be at the Chick Fil A drive-through? He's like, Yeah, I'm good. You know, <laughs> I'm good. I'm like, All right, I'll, 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 the call. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't realize that anybody was still isolating about this. You have I mean, to, uh, especially in the school. You're not trying to have a, a epidemic in schools and tight spaces with a lot of work. Because if something, if a building of important that you like because we we love to criticize the other stuff that comes with COVID. But if a building has to shut down due to somebody being sick, then it's a whole problem. In the news cycle, we complained about that. But so in the school system, following the CDC guidelines, uh, anybody exposed, uh, you can wear a mask, but you just watch your symptoms. But the person that's tested positive, then they have to be out of the building because you never know who you can affect. I got teachers in their 60s, and I have sickly children. So it still affects people in that way. But in a Chick-fil-A drive-thru, you fine. But in a close-knit section, that's why those guidelines are still in place. Well, they're getting ready to possibly do it where just 24 hours. Oh, it can wow. be. That's it's, what they're trying it's, to it's pick going, you it's, for. It's, it's more respiratory now. Yeah. 
It's more respiratory. And, you and test probably, positive on Wednesday and then Friday, like your fever's gone. Yeah, and it's only contagious for a certain amount of time. As mm-hmm. we continue to learn more and more Just about like COVID. Yeah, we're gonna learn, and we're gonna learn more and more about it. There's gonna be different strains that are gonna be stronger than other years, and we're gonna mm-hmm. have to live with it until probably, I mean, probably the rest of our lives yeah. until they figure out exactly what the source was for the it. Megatrons but, and the Optimus Primes, the bumblebees—they <laughs> all named after Transformers. They, oh yeah, my goodness! They really are. They're, they're named <laughs> after Transformers. Omicron. Who is um, oh, Omicron? Very. Oh my gosh! Now the the one the one that's coming around now is the Taylor Swift one. The one. Wait a minute. It's the uh, the Eras one. That, no, that that's all right. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Nicole? I will. Sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she, she is a virus. So. Oh, <laughs> come on, Nicole. Don't the Swift train. Do you want to apologize to all the don't Swifties nope. here in Athens? Nope. Come on. Come on. Nope. And come after me. I don't care. All right. I'm gonna put don't your address on our uh, on oh our socials out there so people can come to your house and beat you up. That's what I'm gonna do. That was fun. Randio, <laughs> good job with this. Story. I appreciate the awareness. It's good yes. to know that they're gonna relax the guidelines. I think the the crux of the story here is. As we have learned more about what COVID does to you on a day-to-day basis, you can relax the guidelines. And they were a little excessive at first, but we didn't know what it was. And so that's what I have to remind people is that in the beginning, there was a big mystery with it. And sometimes even my buddies on the right, they were like, we were so reactionary to it at first. And it's like, yes, because everybody had no idea what this was. And people were really, really sick at first. But over time, we learned more. And I think that over the past couple of years, we went a little overboard on it, but now we're kind of figuring out exactly where we need to fall on it, mm-hmm. and hopefully it just becomes, you know, as common as the uh, as the cold. What are you shaking your head over there for, George Clark? What, well, what you, I don't know. I'm just over COVID. I'm done with it. Yeah. I know. I mean, this is happening. I'm glad it's finally come around that it's just like the common cold, like the flu. Yeah, I, and that's... the vitamin C. Yeah, exactly. Go out there, uh, you know, get some sunlight in your life, right? Go for a walk in the morning. Yeah. The, I know there's there's been some beautiful days this past week. I've, I've been making it a point to do go on my little daily walk, a little daily run. Is it a hot girl walk? It is a hot girl walk. <laughs> I'm out there having a having having, having a great time, making sure that I stay healthy and keep all of the illnesses away. Whether it's flu, RSV, COVID, herpes, you name it, all of the, all, all of the okay, all of the freaking illnesses that are out there, they're gonna be away from me. Oh, Isn't wow. that right, Nicole? But what's your next story? Um, I want to talk about technology. Couldn't say out of that, huh? Could you? Couldn't say out of herpes, huh? Okay, all right. I was really trying. It's contagious, right? Um, It is contagious. Kind of like. No, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Thank you. Um, I thought you were talented enough. (laughs) Open AI. We've talked about ChatGPT. Well, now the makers uh, of ChatGPT are giving it the ability to remember details that you share about yourself indefinitely. Okay. Uh, so, like, give an example of that. Okay. So, an example, actually, one of the OpenAI founders um, was providing an example this past week when she was presenting this new feature. For instance, she told ChatGPT, GPT, sorry, that GBT, GBT, that her daughter loves jellyfish, she likes the color pink, and she's turning five. So, asking it simply, can you make my daughter a birthday card, the chatbot opened the image generator made a pink card with a jellyfish on it that said, happy fifth birthday, Lena. So it's that it's going to start 
saving and storing things that you said about yourself, for instance, maybe something you said you were allergic to. It's just making it more personalized. Yeah, it's becoming smarter. Chat GPT yes. is a good thing. Now, we have two members here on our panel on the PowerPod that really, really dislike it. That being, I think, probably the biggest uh, person who dislikes it, Tina. She hates Chat GPT. But Mike B, you're start, I was kind of hearing during the commercial break, you're starting to use it more and more. You're starting to like it a little bit, right? I didn't say like it. I said uh, You're starting to adopt it a little for, bit. For uh, learning purposes uh, in education, but I don't need to remember what I'm allergic to or that my daughter's mm. favorite color is purple and that she likes this animal. Like that, that and you talking about AI? Like that's what Siri is for. Siri, put this on my calendar. Like what? That, in a way, that right there. That's that's the dumb stuff. Uh, in a way, though, it Siri kind of was the first form of AI, or at least the yes. recorder of it, if you think about it, because it was tracking that data, making sure it's saved in a nice, pretty folder for you, mm-hmm. creating a profile on you. Now, Tina, like hearing this information, doesn't this make you excited? You know, you've got lots of responsibilities that you do over in the fashion industry, in particular. Wouldn't it be nice if you knew exactly, oh, my gosh, well, when um, when Prada comes into town, oh, you know, they like to have cheetah print or something like that. Wouldn't that be nice if, if something remembered that for you every single well, time? Well, I just think we just keep getting lazier and lazier. There you go. It's just why 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 not write it down with a pen and paper? There's so many other ways you can go about oh, pen it. Pen and remember paper. remember your children's stuff. How are you not remembering your children? But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. My whole parent. Well, right. think about right. it. We got a lot of responsibilities, guys. There's a lot of things going on and like – Children become like the second or the third thing, right? The I'm first sorry. thing is obviously he goes for a walk every day. I wish yeah. I had time to walk. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You got to focus on. <laughs> you exactly. got to fo- focus on making sure that the job is done first, right? Then secondary is making sure that dinner's done, right, Randy? Uh, making sure that the, 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 done. <laughs> dinner's done. And then third will be what the kids need, right? That that that's the pri- That's Haven't the order. We talked about though creativity, and we talked that okay, stemming from like we've talked about all the remakes and movies and sequels and why are there no new ideas? This could be why, because now we're having chatbots write our daughter's fifth birthday cards. I mean, I just feel like (laughs) exercising your mind and creativity, all those things. It's just, I kind of agree with Tina that just feels like laziness. Why? Yeah, but what if what if Chat GPT is more creative than you, Nicole? Like, what what what? How did I think that you're just worried yeah, kind of because of what you do in the digital sphere here for WGAUradio.com and for WGAU social pages? You're just worried that it's going to replace you. That's why you're being combative with it. I know I'm on to you, Nicole. I know what you're what you're trying to prove here, and that's fine. You know what? You you can be afraid of it, but I think the the faster that we learn to you know, you go on and put the saddle on the AI horse and learn to ride it. Like the the better it's the better it is for us. I mean, yep, I'm starting. I, I know that I like the Microsoft Copilot. Uh, I, I use that app a decent amount, and it's it's become fun. Hell, when I text Tina, half the time I I, I put uh, <laughs> I put my text through the Microsoft Copilot. It's like, what do I say to my wife? And it's remind like, me what her favorite wow. animal is. Yeah, favorite food. I, favorite? But I, I think Tina in businesses, it it's really is very helpful. I just and I think it can be used for uh, work productivity, make the workflow go faster. But I think when it comes to personal or interpersonal relationships. Don't do that. Go ahead and be authentic. But when it comes to work, heck yeah, use that thing. We talked about earlier in the show how you were frustrated how with it being engagement season. I wasn't that, frustrated. That, I was that, 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 that you were uh, that, that you've been waiting on the uh, you know, you've been waiting on that oh. ring for a little while now. 
why don't you program your boyfriend's <laughs> chat GPT oh to start God. giving more and more hints no. about that ring right there? You know what? This is She threw them ride. shots earlier, though. You did throw them I shots. I was throwing the shots. Whoever the dog was that got hit. Because okay? <laughs> I didn't say no names. I just threw a rock to a pack of dogs. Whoever hollered us that got hit. And the fact that you referenced a dog, don't do that. I know you personally. Come on. <laughs> No, 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 no. See, this is one of the great things about the Power Pod here on WGAU is that if you miss any of these uh, any of these jokes, you can always grab us as a podcast mm-hmm. on any of your favorite <laughs> podcast providers or on WGAURadio.com. Good story there, Nicole. I'm glad that ChatGPT, the crux of it basically is that it's getting smarter and it's becoming more personalized, right? And yeah. this is only going to it's it's only going to continue to grow and the the sooner the sooner we the sooner we learn to straddle it and just ride it like that, then the better we will be as individuals. George Clark's not, not nodding his head, and he's the producer. And when the producer nods his head, that means I made the freaking Enslave point. Enslave the so- human race. You saw our robot. <laughs> Will Smith is not fighting no robots in real life. He slaps little comedians. But go ahead. Oh, he, oh, he, wow. he certainly does. Okay. Uh, all right, Tina, what you got over there? Yes. Yeah, so you guys, as Jared mentioned, know that I work in the fashion industry, and I just had an interesting— Uh-oh, is this a self-serving headline? It's just just interesting to me, but you may you guys may not find it as interesting. But I know the listeners will love to hear that retail sales tumbled point eight percent in January, much more than expected. Uh oh, should we be worried? Like, is that is that a sign of recession? I mean, maybe. I think we had a we were down from a point four gain in December, mm-hmm. and then worse for the estimate for uh, a point three drop. I don't know. You know, when you start talking about point three drops and. Point eight. Yeah, I don't really like. This is why you need ChatGPT. So that way you could follow the trend right there. Common sense. I bought my coat in November. I don't need to shop in January. Exactly. (laughs) And January and February are always soft months for retail. Oh, see, look at that new information there from the fashionista. I appreciate that. Hey, one thing that that is concerning though is that both Japan and the UK are technically in a recession as of this week. So watch out, keep an eye on it. You know, uh, Tina likes to you know to make sure that everything looks all nice and rosy, but you have to be careful sometimes. We'll be back with even more of the Power Pile. We have what's next with Nikki, where we cover all the events and happenings that are happening next week. Welcome, Athens, Georgia, to this, the final segment of today's edition of the Power Pod. And it may be our final segment, but it is our favorite segment because here on the Power Pod, we do not say goodbye. We say hello, Jared Yamamoto. Yes, we do. And judging by the amount of cupcakes that uh, Randy O has had over there, I think that the sugar buzz, uh, you think, well, we're we're on the back end of it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. You know what? That that, that, and a little bit of hangover. Hey, when you get home, remember, it is National Drink Wine Day today, so so you can can do that. Calendar Uh, commands. Yeah, the calendar says it, so therefore you must do it. Mm, I I, got it in my cup right now. I I know that that, that, Tina, you're a big sweetie over there. You like the sweets out there. Nicole, I forget. You like sweets, right? Oh, I love sweets. All right, well, love there, sweets. before we get to your segment, what's next with Nikki? There is a concerning C- CBS news package that we must play. When the ice cream man cometh, not as many people asketh for chocolate chip anymore. Numbers from the International Dairy Foods Association confirm it no longer makes the top ten list of top-selling flavors in the U.S., and major manufacturers say it's now sold only in select markets or at certain times of the year, like summer. Reasons for the slide? One creamery tells the New York Times it's the wide array of flavors these days, including cookies and cream and chocolate chip cookie dough, which are both among the top five.
If we lose uh, chocolate chip cookie or chocolate chip altogether as an ice cream flavor, uh, we ew. freaking right. Oh, what is wrong with you guys? Ew, Come on, ew, chocolate ew. is freaking good. You it's know not what? A big deal. You know what? No, you're a problem. You're a problem. No. You're great. You're great. Thank and you. you're a problem right there. Here we go. Next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Giving us a look at the week ahead. It's what's next with Nikki. Jared, are you going to be okay? I feel like this whole show you've been really charged up. I'm, I feel like I just want to, what it might be, say, just take a breath. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Don't you tell me to okay. calm down. Randy warned us well, about that earlier God. in the show. I did. And we have a lot coming up this week, so we're all going to have to take a collective breath. We've got the Rust Armorer trial starting Wednesday. It's hard to say for me. Armorist, I guess. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. She was actually the person on the set of the film Rust that loaded the live bullet into Alec Baldwin's gun that was on the set of this Western film. For those of you not familiar, the gun went off, and unfortunately, the cinematographer was in the line of fire. He was in Comic-Con a couple weeks ago in in Atlanta, so I mean, so he's still out there making his rounds, doing his thing, so uh, obviously things are, uh, I guess he feels pretty confident about his case there. What else you got? I guess so, yes. So we talked about President's Day is tomorrow, celebrated on the third Monday in February. Um, it's kind of a like, all-encompassing George Washington's birthday, Abraham Lincoln's birthday. But I did just want to note, George Washington's birthday, February 22nd, Thursday. That's right. There's also someone else who shares that <gasps> same birthday. I know. Maybe the president of the Power Pub. Hey. Oh, Drew Barrymore? Because she has the same birthday, too. Oh. <laughs> so she... your birthday. I'm excited about my birthday, guys. Thank you for the love there. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, thanks, guys. So, is that all you got? Is that, is that... Well, cue the groans, you guys. But next Saturday is the snow moon. No, no. Okay, I'm done. You're done. We're done. Wow. Thank you okay. so much for hanging out with us this week here on the Power Pod. I don't want to hear about a snow moon. We'll be back next Sunday, same slot, 10 to noon, right here on your favorite radio station, WGAU. I'm Jerry Yamamoto. Bye for now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.